it's May 23rd. We're doing best balls and we're doing them all day long. Uh, in this video, we're going to be doing the drafters $3 contest. I think first place is 30 K. Uh, I've got a handful of entries in there. I'm just trying to get a bunch in there before before we get to training camps and whatnot. And I think uh, I'll probably need to ease it, but I'm at 34 drafts already out of the 150. We'll see what happens. Uh, but anyways, we drew the three spot. Not my favorite. Definitely not my favorite spot. I like getting in the top two. There's some decisions to be made uh, at the three spot. But either way, we're in this one for... The three spot again, three dollar best ball championship. If you guys are new to drafters, there's a promo code in the in the description. Just sign up. If you're new to drafters, if you sign up and deposit, yeah, I think you get twenty bucks. I'll get twenty bucks as well. So it's fun. Uh, I mean, I probably have to take Christian McCaffrey here because I just I haven't been getting a lot of him. So I'm gonna take CMC here. I just I hate passing up on on Tyreek and Kelsey and Cup, um, but we'll we'll differentiate here because I think we're gonna like the receivers uh, at the two three turn. So I will take. Uh, Christian McCaffrey here to start the draft uh, and he is my running back one but it's really close like Austin Eckler is is going to be right there especially Eckler got paid today he got his two million dollar bump I have them being in, like in, in full PPR drafters is full PPR I have them being indifferent of about five points so nothing too great and you do get Eckler at a little bit of a discount at the end of the round so we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes but anyways uh, we're moving and grooving here in the, the first round and, uh, we got D199, uh, in the chat. I was just drafting with him not too long ago and, uh, here we go. As he goes, McCaffrey cup would be fun. Yes. Apparently I say fun too much. I'm not sure if that is true, but, uh, we will limit the fun, uh, in this video and AJ Brown at seven, that is an interesting pick, uh, going over guys like Kelsey and Bijan. And I've kind of noticed Kelsey is beginning to slide a little bit. If you were doing drafts a week or two ago, he was, he was like a top five lock. And uh, now he is sliding to the middle to the late first round there. There goes Austin Eckler and Eckler over Bijan's an interesting one. Bijan at 10. Uh, I'm not quite sure why he's falling to 10. I like Bijan. I like him. I mean, I'd rather probably have Bijan over Diggs and AJ. Like he's kind of that number six guy to me. So I like Bijan a lot. Uh, I do have him locked in as my RB three. And I'm kind of low on some of his receiving numbers, so it wouldn't surprise me if he makes a flirt for the top two spots. But he's he's locked into a top three finish. I think feel I feel pretty strongly about that. And with injury concerns to CMC and potentially Eckler getting older, uh, I, I could argue that Bijan is safer than both of those guys at the top of the draft. So uh, we'll see what happens here. That completes round one. Um, I did post some new things on the FantasyFellowship.com. Uh, let me go over there. If you guys are new, check out the FantasyFellowship.com. Uh, I'm calling it the 2023 playbook this year, and this is where I'm just posting everything. It's it's free this year. I want you guys to use it. I don't have to worry about people going to the site, seeing it's for sale and not buying it. So uh, have some fun with it. If you scroll on down here, I did post the best fantasy offenses based on my projections. And what I have come up with is these are the games that you want to be targeting. And I'm probably going to make a separate video just talking about this article, uh, but Chiefs, Bengals, that's a game you want to target. Cowboys, Lions, you definitely want to target that. Uh, we'll come back to this in a second. We're going to be uh, on the clock here in just a moment. Uh, but Jalen Waddle, Patrick Mahomes, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins, Chris Olave, it looks like we're going to get the receiver the ball to us that we wanted. So uh, I'm fine with Mahomes. Not sure there's going to be a lot of McCaffrey-Mahomes teams here. Uh, but let's go ahead and just grab Devonta Smith. I love Devonta Smith's game. He's got an ADP of 22.6. Uh, we'll tag him as our first wide receiver. Let's see what happens. Uh, this guy's probably going to grab T Higgins here. 
interesting. If you can get Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Patrick Mahomes as a stack, that's kind of fun. We're going to talk stacks in a minute after I make my next pick. But uh, basically, I put out an article today uh, just talking about the best offenses in fantasy football. And then strictly looking at that week 17 schedule, I put up a lot of, uh, of nuggets on there. So we'll take a peek at that. And he does stack Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Now, I don't think stacking stacking is a little bit more important in those playoff formats over on underdog and DraftKings. On drafters, because it's the whole season, it, it's maybe not as vital for those week 17 stacks. But again, if you can get there to week 17, you're going to have a, a better time if you have those heavy stacks. There goes Justin Jefferson, Mahomes, and Derrick Henry at the turn. We're going to be on deck here. I, I love Chris Olave. Uh, Jacobs, Ramondre, Brees Hall, because we have CMC, I don't know if I want to double down on the running back position. Uh, for me, it's probably Olave, and we get Olave here. Now, the cover man of this video is DK Metcalf, but boy, oh boy, I've been, these last two days, I've been doing a lot of drafts, and I've been hammering DK Metcalf, because I think he's a pretty good value here. But we get a little bit of a discount on Chris Olave, and uh, I guess now that I have Olave and Devonta Smith, I'm going to show you guys, uh, we'll let this run for a little bit. I just want to show you uh, the best offenses in fantasy. Now, what I've done is I, I've taken my projections, which, again, everything on the spreadsheet is loaded into the 2023 playbook. Uh, but essentially, I just I added up all the points, and I found out that these are going to be the best games to target Week 17. Can uh, Cincinnati and Kansas City, of course, the obvious one, and by about eight fantasy points. It's not even close. So that's the best game to stack and target players in. The second best game, and again, this is PPR versus half PPR. They're all kind of the same charts. Uh, but Detroit and Dallas at 193, uh, that's a high-scoring game at Dallas on a fast track. That should be a lot of fun. Detroit's got a suspect defense. Uh, the Chargers in Denver coming in at number two. I think that's heavily leaning towards the Chargers. Uh, but Denver's got some nice pieces on their team as well to stack. Miami and Baltimore coming in at game number four. The Jets in Cleveland. Now, I don't think this is probably a top five game because, one, it's a Thursday night game. And these numbers are based on my season-long projections. They don't actually equate to, like, the difficulty of the matchup. But I expect both these teams to be in the wild card contention. So there's going to probably be some high energy in this game. I still think it's a top game. Maybe it's not the fifth best game. Uh, the Packers and the Vikings right up here in Minnesota. So that's a nice weather game for week 17. New England, Buffalo, that could be kind of messy with weather. And then Arizona at Philadelphia. I think uh, even Pittsburgh, Seattle, these are fun teams to, to try and, uh, and target here. So we'll get into that a little bit here. Let's just do a recap here. It looks like we're closing in on the third round. After I took Olave, you got Ramondre. I've been drafting a lot of Ramondre, so I, I, with me having 34 drafts in this contest, starting to try and just do some different things because uh, Ramondre was a guy that I was just clicking all the time when I got a top uh, a top pick in the third round. Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf goes at 30. Again, one of my favorite values at wide receiver and just where he's being drafted. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. DK Metcalf at wide receiver 16 off the board is one of the best wide receiver values you can get, I think. Dude only scored, I think it was six touchdowns last year. And the two years before that, he was a double-digit touchdown guy. And in full PPR, he ended up setting career highs in targets and, and receptions. I mean, to buy him at wide receiver 16 prices, and he was wide receiver 14 last year on a down touchdown year, like I think he's going to snap back and be a top 10 player at the position. So I love DK there. 
Brees, Cooper, Debo, Lamar. Lamar kind of falling here. That's, oh, wow. And to get, this is really rare. This is a nice team, Josh. Team Josh 15. Getting Lamar and Mark Andrews stacked at those prices. Whew, that is, and then Bijan and Taylor, that's what, easily 600 carries. That's a nice start. Uh, he'll have to start pounding some wide receivers here. Uh, but then Keenan Allen, Najee, and the round three. We're on deck right now, so I won't talk as much here, but we're we're going to uh, cover that fourth round in a second. So McCaffrey, Devonta, Chris Olave are our guys. Um, let's see. Obviously, we can't get – we can maybe target uh, Derek Carr later in drafts. Do I want Justin Fields? Joe Burrow, these guys are falling a little bit, both at 40 and 42 ADP. There's D Hop. There's DJ Moore, Drake London. Um, uh Keenan Allen already gone off the board, too. He went early. This one's tough. Um, we got CMC. I'm going to take Justin Fields because I need more Justin Fields shares uh, on my portfolio. Uh, again, he's usually a late third, early fourth round pick, so I'll take it. Uh, and essentially, he's going to act as our second running back on this team. Um, but, uh, yeah, I wanted to show you guys one other thing, too, on the playbook. Uh, what did I look at yesterday? We talked week 17. We talked best offenses. I did put out a best ball guide. That's basically all my thoughts. And I, I kind of just walk you guys through what I'm doing. Uh, I go by tier. I kind of just tier it for each. So if you want to check that out, that's a fun little article. And I just said fun. Um, let's see. Start around five. I guess we could stack DJ. We probably should. I don't love it. DJ Moore is not a really highly ranked player, but I need DJ Moore shares. We're getting him at a little bit past ADP. So we'll stack fields and DJ Moore it makes me feel a little bit better about having fields. Cause now, and again, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about DJ Moore. I do not think he's like a, a solid wide receiver too, though. I think he's going to be pretty volatile. So to get DJ Moore, as our number three feels pretty good behind Devante Olave. And uh, this, is, this is beginning to look like a little sexy team. Uh, but again, that best ball draft guide, it's available on the fantasyfellowship.com. Just go check it out, guys. And then uh, I thought I had one more cool thing to show you guys. Maybe not, maybe not. But lots of cool stuff to click on. Again, the best offenses, man. This is a, a really nice uh, way to look at things when you're drafting your best ball teams. Um. Let's see. Let's kind of recap round five. Um, Drake London at the start there. Joe Burrow at 50. He's starting to fall. I'm noticing quarterbacks are beginning to dip a little bit. I did a draft today where, I mean, I, I saw Josh Allen, Mahomes go in the third. Jalen Hurts was the last pick of the second round. So quarterback prices beginning to come down a little bit at the top of the board. Um, so Burrow, DJ Moore, Aaron Jones, Justin Herbert. There's Joe Mixon. I'm, I'm, I want to believe in Joe Mixon. I'm still not sure what his legal situation is. They just didn't really do much to bring in a backup behind me. So I think they're fine with it, but Mixon there in a zero RB build, that could look pretty nice. Uh, I like Pittman. I like Godwin. JK Dobbins is one of my most owned uh, running backs at the moment. And then Mike Evans for team. Like I want to keep an eye on team Josh because he's got a really nicely priced Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews stack brewing. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence stacked with Christian Kirk. I like to see that. Uh, but as we are projecting to look at our pick number 70, I do. So as far as drafts, I like being in the top two picks or I like kind of being at the 11th and 12th spot because I just, I kind of like just being able to grab my guys in a couple picks. And then I don't feel like 
I'm getting sniped all the time because I'm kind of grabbing one guy of value and grabbing one guy that I feel, you know, strongly about that he won't make it back to me. So, uh, but either way, we need running backs. I don't think we're going to get ones to fall to us that we like here. So we might punt on the position. I um, mean, Swift, it's too high to take DeAndre Swift where he's going. Although we do have Philadelphia, so that wouldn't be terrible. They play Arizona that game, so it's kind of fun. I, I said fun again. Um, it, it's kind of interesting to see what we could build for a Philly build. Uh, where's Goddard? Did Dallas Goddard go yet? I mean, if Goddard falls, that's interesting. One guy that I'm liking a lot right now is Tyler Lockett. I don't think Jackson Smith and Jigba should be drafted ahead of Tyler Lockett. That just seems kind of weird to me. Um, the Seahawks are just so too tight end heavy. They really specialize in the two wide receiver sets. Let me actually pull that up. Um, personnel grouping frequency. This is a really nice tool from Warren Sharp. And I just want to pull it up here. Uh, in terms, so this is from 2021. I don't know if we have any data sets that uh, are from 2022 yet, but hopefully he'll get those on here. The Seahawks, I mean, they ran six percent in three wide receiver sets um and we get Deontay to fall to us he's the best player on the board uh my projections say where's my cheat sheets here I mean I got Deontay as wide receiver 21 right next to T Higgins and Christian Watson so I've been targeting him aggressively uh in this what is the sixth round keep in mind Deontay Johnson last year terrible year uh he was wide receiver 32 but 147 targets, 86 catches. The yards were low, 882, and zero touchdowns. The dude's going to catch more than zero touchdowns this year. So I think for him to finish as a top 24 wide receiver seems pretty likely. Um, and now we've got our flex position filled with Deontay. Uh, if we can get a Traylon Burks here, I'm, I'm going to feel pretty happy with that. Um, he's another one of my favorite uh, wide receiver values. I, again, I love DK Metcalf. I've been scooping up Deontay Johnson a lot in the sixth. And then we just missed on Traylon Burks. That would have been a nice, a nice snag there. But George Pickens here, uh, we could potentially land him. Dalvin Cook, Marquise. I like Montgomery. Uh, I don't have too many good stacks brewing at the moment, but I suppose we'll grab we'll grab the two Steelers receivers and have them fight for our flex every week. And then I suppose we can maybe look at Kenny Pickett later in the draft but that's pretty decent value on the pittsburgh receivers so we'll have those guys duke it out for our flex every week that's fine uh let's see where was george pickens last year yeah he wasn't a top oh he was 39th last year um so maybe we get uh we get you know some nice spike weeks out of george pickens otherwise we're gonna get that safe floor of deontay we're gonna need some running backs soon i mean we're, we're kind of setting ourselves up for Pat Frymuth to fall to us, maybe. We'd have to take him at 99, though. That feels a bit rich. We do need running backs, though. Uh, the good news is we have anchor running back in Christian McCaffrey. We're probably going to be looking at guys like Rashad White, James Cook, Charbonnet, Samaje, maybe even AK-41. We're going to be looking at some guys that fall to us at the 8-9 turn. Uh, but let's recap the seventh round. Uh, Pacheco. Uh, I, I've been starting to draft Pacheco a little bit more, uh, especially if I get any Chiefs or Bengals early. I, I'm kind of adding Pacheco as another piece to that stack. Uh, and again, it's that Cincinnati Bengals game. That's going to be high scoring. What if Pacheco's the guy you need? Who knows? Uh, but I like Burks at 74. Traylon should be going uh, probably up by Godwin and Evans. I, I think his ADP is going to 
climb as we get closer to the season. Uh, we take pickings. I like Dotson. I thought about David Montgomery there. Um, he's going to get a lot of touches. I, I just, the only thing I'm worried about with Monty is, is what if Jameer Gibbs is just that dude and he's really good and he's going to get more touches than we expect. Marquise, Anthony Richardson, followed by Deshaun Watson. That's kind of early for Anthony Richardson. I know he's going for the stack here with Pittman. Uh, I get it, but Hurts and a Anthony Richardson could be a lot of, uh, a lot of points. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I don't love the Pitts-Waller stack here. You got Gabe Davis. Is that paired with anybody? So Team Josh, we were keeping an eye on him because he needed wide receivers. Evans, Ayuk, and Gabe Davis. That's fine for best ball. Uh, the running back run has started. Madison, White, and Jamal. I mean, if we can get any of these guys at the top of the list to fall to us, I'm going to feel pretty happy. Uh, and then, hey, I will say, I've been targeting Brandon Cooks pretty heavily uh, these last couple of days, just doing my research into the Week 17 games. And again, I mentioned uh, that Dallas-Detroit game. It, it's really easy to stack a Brandon Cooks and Dak Prescott, or even because CeeDee Lamb's kind of on this end of the turn too. If you can get Lamb with Dak and, and Cooks, that feels pretty good. And then uh, Michael Gallup is just too cheap right now. I think he's being drafted in the 13th round right now. I think he should probably be a little bit higher, more towards like 10, 11. Uh, we missed on Connor. That would have been a nice snag there. So yeah, we obviously need running backs. Um, I'm not afraid to draft a receiver here. James Cook looking kind of fun. Uh, and again, I want to pull up, um, I want to pull up that week 17 schedule again, so we can just take a peek at it. Uh, we're on deck right now. And here is your week 17 schedule. So Buffalo, England, we get James Cook, Dak Prescott falling a little bit. I don't know if I need to force that. We don't have any other stackables at the moment right now. James Cook is probably the pick here. He's going to be a nice, a nice piece in that offense. So we'll grab James Cook. His ADP is 92. We get it at a two-point discount. I would have considered Quentin Johnston because at, at this point, like the wide receiver dead zone has uh, arrived. Cortland Sutton, I'm worried about him with Tim Patrick and, and Marvin Mims now and a healthy Greg Dulcich. I think there's going to be a lot of competition for targets over there. And Jerry Judy, I think Jerry Judy has separated himself from Sutton this year. Um Alvin Kamara, Samaje P. Ryan, interesting picks uh, at this point. There, there goes Cortland Sutton. Um, I've been drafting a lot of Jamison Williams, uh, especially, again, I, I talked about that Dallas-Detroit game. Jamison Williams suspended six games, but uh, when you get to this point of the draft, like his upside to be the number two wide receiver in that offense, it's pretty fun. Uh, and, again, I just said fun again. I said I wasn't going to say that fun word, but we um, – we're talking about a guy here. Uh, what was he like the ninth, 10th overall pick a year ago? I think he's got tremendous upside. Uh, Dak, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins. We have Olave. So I I'm going to lean into the New Orleans Saints offense. And uh, I just remember what I was going to show you guys. It's on this page. It's the schedule uh, tab that I put on the fantasyfellowship.com. So I have a full schedule grid here. I don't know why it's a little fuzzy. Uh, but what I did is I went through the entire season. Uh, on the left-hand side, you can see the, the projected win totals from Vegas. And what we did is we just assigned a numerical value to each opponent. And I added up the sum of projected wins for each team's schedule. And the Falcons have the easiest. So that's why I've been kind of bumping up Bijan. Uh, 
he's such a good player. He's going to get a lot of touches in that offense. And the Falcons are win- if the Falcons are winning games and they don't have a tough schedule, like they're going to be they're going to be pounding the rock with Bijan. And then coming in at number two, it's very clear the Saints have the second best fantasy potential schedule uh, in 2023. They have a really really soft schedule, and uh, for week. 15, 16, and 17, the Saints are going to get the Giants, the Rams, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Giants are fine. That's a good matchup. But the Rams and the Buccaneers' defenses are just not going to be the same this year. So uh, to me, that could potentially be some really big opportunities for guys like Olave, uh, Kamara. And there's some there's some later guys. Uh, I, I didn't draft Michael Thomas. I would have probably considered it. But uh, I just I, it's hard to trust Michael Thomas, guys. Uh, but I'm, I'm very into the Saints right now. There's Najoku at 100. Uh, he's another tight end that I've been targeting here. But for me, the ninth round has primarily been a running back round, uh, whether it's Kamara, Pirine, Cook. Uh, I do like the quarterbacks a lot in this round, whether it's sometimes Tua Falls to the ninth, Rodgers, Prescott, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins. It's an easy quarterback round for me. So I, I like grabbing one of the top guys. At least grab your favorite quarterback that's got top five potential and then you can chill and wait until round nine or ten to grab your QB two because there's going to be a solid fall off I think the fall off kind of happens after you know Russ Wilson Derek Carr maybe Jordan Love uh we'll 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 tag Carr here as one of our guys um but uh for the most part nice quarterbacks available rounds nine through eleven and we're moving into the tenth round uh, Rasheed Rice at 107. Interesting. That's a little high for Rasheed Rice. I'm nervous about the Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers. Matt Bame in the group chat. What's going on, my man? Uh, yeah, we're doing another one. Uh, I, I just I can't stop doing best balls, man. I need to probably cool it. I'm at 34 entries in this one. Uh, I do want to save some for you know July and August, but at the moment right now we are we are knee deep in the best ball drafts and as we're approaching our pick here um daniel jones and kirk cousins are geno smith just went so guys are kind of stacking players right now but daniel jones has a 98 adp we could get a 20 20 pick discount there there goes pat frymouth i would have considered him here's kirk cousins at 101 again i mentioned uh kind of looking for Derek carr we have justin field so i feel pretty good about that i think it's james williams that's the pick he's got a 106 adp and I mean, a week or two ago, I was not drafting a lot of Jamison Williams, but I'm starting to see the value as he falls because, man, when he returns week seven, you're, you're talking about a guy that can, especially in a best ball format, like Jamison Williams was made for best ball leagues. So we'll tab him. And uh, all of a sudden, our receiver group looks looks pretty, pretty nasty. Devonta Smith, Chris Olave, uh, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, and Jamison Williams. Um, we're going to have to play chicken here um, and see if we can. Derek Carr's ADP. Let's see. His ADP is 142. We're up next at 143. So I'd like to play chicken and see if we can get him later. Uh, and yeah, basket. Bat, I, I've, I've been tuned out of the NBA playoffs. The Bucks kind of ruined it for me. Uh, I would have liked to see them go further, but I, I've just been kind of tuned out. But it should be interesting with uh, the Heat and the Nuggets. Uh, the Celtics completely choking there. There goes Daniel Jones. Sky Moore, we'll see. Uh, here's Jared Goff, who I could stack with with Williams if I want. I like Russell Wilson. 
Um, there's Jamal Williams, who I could kind of tag as my initial play on Alvin Kamara. I'm not drafting Kincaid a lot. Uh, I could draft a guy like Elijah Mitchell here. Uh, I'm going to grab Jamal Williams. I, I think he's going to be busy in the first month of the year. Uh, they do like the rookie Kendra Miller, uh, but I still think coaches love Jamal Williams. He's, he's a ground and pound guy. He's going to be able to, to get the goal line work and do the dirty stuff, but don't sleep on Kendra Miller who we, maybe we could get in a little bit and just lock up that Saints backfield all year. Uh, but I, our, our running back room starting to take shape. CMC, James Cook, AK-41, Jamal Williams. And then we, we got Chris Olave uh, on the team too here. So we're, we're looking pretty set there. Um, as we're moving to the 11th round, Elijah Mitchell starting to move up draft boards. I considered him. Um, I, I think Christian McCaffrey though, man, if, if I'm going to have Christian McCaffrey on my team, I want him to be, I kind of want him alone. Uh, it's fine to handcuff him with the Mitchell, but uh, I think, I don't think if CMC gets hurt, I don't think Elijah Mitchell equals CMC, essentially. I think they're going to just go by committee. Um, pretty much the same as last year. Draft standings pretty much the same as last year. Um, draft standings pretty much the same as last year. I'm not sure what that means, Matt. Are you talking like ADP? Draft standings pretty much the same as last year. Um, we're just finishing up the 11th round, though. I just want to shout out some of the players that are growing here. Uh, Tyler Boyd is fine. Does this team get Burrow? No, they missed on Burrow. But uh, McKinnon is a fine pick in PPR formats. Dalton Kincaid, again, I just I can't be buying a tight end. A, a rookie, again, I, I like Dalton Kincaid. I don't think he's Kyle Pitts. I think he can be good. Uh, but to buy Kincaid in the 11th round over a guy like maybe Okonkwo or uh, even Tyler Higby, I've been preferring some of those guys. So we'll see what this guy can do. Mooney, Okonkwo is one of my favorites. Zay Jones, good value on Russell Wilson and Jared Goff. Uh, and then Nico Collins, Jalen Hyatt, Adam Thielen. And there goes Kendry Miller. Uh, show you the first round. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you got you got Jefferson and Chase. Those guys are kind of locking the top two. At the, I, I do not love the three spot because I'm deciding between CMC, Cup, Tyreek. Those are probably the next three picks. Uh, Diggs, A.J. Browner here. Kelsey was a top five pick a week or two ago. Um, Eckler Bijan here at the end of the first, CD Lamb, Devontae Adams uh, there for you at the end of the first round. I'm just going to kind of zoom out here. We're, we're going to be on the clock shortly. Um, Romeo Dobbs. So a lot of receivers flying off the board at this point in drafts. I'm pretty glad that we got those out of the way. Um, as the board is moving here, again, I like Derek Carr. Can I afford – so Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins – these guys both have two QBs, so I think it would be maybe crazy for them to grab a third uh, at this point. We missed on Derek Carr as our QB2. Um, I'll show that first round again in a second, Matt, once our picks are over. Um, so we missed on some QBs. That's a bummer. Uh, I'm going to grab Jalen Warren, though, just to, to add to my Pittsburgh players. And who knows, like by week 17, if Najee's hurt, Jalen Warren could be the guy you need. And I just think having him as my RB5, I, I like that quite a bit. I do not have a tight end. Cole Komet is staring at me. I would have loved Tyler Higby. I'm fine on the quarterbacks later, I think. Um, Sam Laporta, Rashawn Johnson. Uh, I, I guess we'll take Cole Komet here. Do not feel great. I, he's a boomer bust guy, so I think for best ball, that's probably the better format. Uh, but we got Fields. We got DJ Moore and potentially Cole Komet here. Um, and our draft is a super flex. So, 
Um, I'm assuming drafters will get some super flex lobbies going soon. And from there we can kind of have a little bit more accuracy with things, but I will say this is a pretty atypical first round. Usually the sixth pick is between Kelsey and Bijan. Um, they should be six and seven Diggs and AJ Brown are kind of more back here. Uh, the second round, look at where Nick Chubb goes. Uh, he goes at 14th overall here. That's the earliest I've ever seen him go. Um, a month ago, you could get Chubb at the beginning of the third round, and now he's moved up almost a full round uh, up here into the uh, – starting to enter the early parts of the second round, which is pretty crazy. And uh, Jonathan Taylor, Garrett Wilson, Saquon Barkley, quarterbacks are going earlier in one QB drafts this year, and it's because of the, the stacking. I mean, you see A.J. Brown stack with Hurts, Diggs stack with Allen, Tyreek Pollard, whatever, a cup – Jalen Waddle, we got Devonta Smith with our McCaffrey and Chase and Higgins. Um, and he did get the Joe Burrow, he got the Joe Burrow to slide to him. Um, and yeah, JT, uh, for me, let's see where JT's at. I got JT as my RB4. Uh, Nick Chubb is my RB7, he just doesn't have the passing upside as these other backs here. Uh, the thing with JT is, uh, especially with um, was it the Philip Rivers season where he just accumulated a ton of receptions? Uh, Matt Ryan also kind of gave him some receptions early last year, but I, I don't know if Anthony Richardson's going to throw the ball consistently to the running backs. I, I don't know if that's something he did. I have to look and see his college numbers passing to running back, but I'm slightly concerned. And we have a history of running quarterbacks. I mean, look at Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. Those guys don't really throw the ball to the running back. So potentially a little bit of a PPR hit for Jonathan Taylor. I think he's probably a, a better looking option in half PPR leagues. Uh, we'll, we'll go take a peek real quick at that. That third. I like the running backs in the third round, starting with, I mean, Henry, Jacob, Stevenson, Brees. That's a pretty solid third round running back group. And then I think it was pretty rare for us to get Olave. I've seen Chris Olave go at 21, 20 overall sometimes. It's a shame we could not stack him with Derek Carr. Um, but uh, what are you going to do? This guy just needed Rodgers, Herbert, and Derek Carr. Oh, my goodness. Come on, man. Herbert, Rodgers, and Derek Carr, that's not going to do anything for you, buddy. Um, but here we go. Uh, we're almost up to pick. Um, and, and, yeah, I think Henry's got an elite year left. But, again, his PPR upside's not great. We might – Finally see signs of him slowing down. Uh, they did draft Tajay Spears, who might be more used as well. Maybe they're trying to limit Derrick Henry. I'm not sure. Uh, but either way, you're, you're getting Henry as a late QB, uh, running back one. Um, and, yeah, who knows? Who knows? And Lazard got hurt too, but who knows the severity of the injury, uh, if it's maybe just being cramps or something. Uh, we need tight ends, man. Kyler Murray on the board, Rondell Moore, don't love it. Uh, we're pretty good at the wide receiver position. Tight ends, I could go for days on tight ends. Um, I kind of want to look at running backs, Deonta Foreman, Jeff Wilson, Kenneth Gainwell. Quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo, we got 10 seconds to do the job. I'm going to grab Juwan Johnson here. I don't want to miss him just so we can get another piece of that Saints offense. I know we don't have Derek Carr, but we have a fat stack going with the Saints right now. Olave, Juwan, Jamal, and Alvin Kamara. 
Um, so we're heavy there. Komet and Juwan can probably hold us down. We can maybe look at tight ends later now. And I think now we got like a decent base. Like hopefully Justin Fields is starting for us the entire season. Um, and uh, McCaffrey as well. We got some competition at RB2. Um, Murray and Rondell go there. That's a decent turn pick there. Kind of like Dawson Knox here. He's falling kind of a lot. I, I do think Knox is going to stay on the field uh, as much as he was last year. Um, Deonta Foreman, interesting. There's Rashid Shahid. I could just lean into this whole Saints offense and uh, F it. Let's let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Rashid Shahid here. And now I have a huge, fat New Orleans Saints stack. And uh, I don't know if you missed it, Matt, um, but uh, I did some things on the website here. I have the New Orleans Saints as having the second easiest schedule in the NFL this year. Basically, uh, I just went to DraftKings Sportsbook. I tallied up the uh, I, ta I tallied up the projected win totals and just assigned numerical value to the team's entire schedule. Falcons have the easiest strength of schedule. Their opponents can only have 7.68 wins projected, and the Saints have the second easiest schedule. So that's why we're building Saints builds here. Um, actually, I, I think we're probably going to see Justin Fields take a leap um, this year. Uh, just consider who he was throwing the ball to last year. It was it was bad. Uh, I mean, if I go to my my numbers here. I mean, his leading receiver, Darnell Mooney, gets hurt earlier in the year. Uh, so he's thrown to Mooney, Equinemia St. Brown, Dante Pettis, Chase Claypool, Byron Pringle, Nikhil Harry. Uh, it is pretty ugly for a receiver group. This year, you're adding DJ Moore, a healthy Darnell Mooney, Claypool as the three. DJ Moore is going to, I think, cover a lot of the warts from last year. Um, so I, I expect the the passing efficiency to go up for Chicago and you, you're still going to have that absolutely nasty uh, floor with his rushing abilities. And the bears do have a really nice schedule. Look, they, they clocked in number five on my schedule uh, for weeks, 15, 16 and 17 for fantasy football. They're going to get Cleveland. It's a tougher defense, but then Arizona who is projected to be the worst team in the league this year. Uh, and then you're getting the Atlanta Falcons. I, I think, I think the Chicago bears and uh, Justin Fields is probably going to be a safe bet this year. Uh, but we're moving into the 16th round. At this point, it's all handcuffed running backs and some garbage, you know, uh, receivers, backup quarterbacks, backup tight ends, that kind of stuff. Um, um, and, yeah, I, I just I, – I, it's also year two of that system um, with Luke Getze. Uh, Iberflus is not really involved in the offense, but I, I think it's year two of that offense. Where, and think about Jalen Hurts, man. His year two to year three leap was pretty impressive. Or uh, was it year one to year two for Jalen Hurts? I believe it was year one to year two. And he's got a full season under his belt. I think Fields uh, might just be scratching the surface here. And hopefully he just needs to stay healthy. I, I, running the ball that much is kind of scary sometimes, but he just needs to stay on the field. And, yeah, we need quarterbacks. Um, I'm looking at some of the dirty bottom barrel guys here, Sam Howell, Brock Purdy. Desmond Ritter. Uh, these are going to be my backup QBs, unfortunately. And I've been hearing good things about Brock Purdy. Um, it sounds like he's going to be throwing the ball at some point in July. Uh, and he's on track to start week one. And Brock Purdy is a guy that I have not getting a lot of shares of. I, I, there goes Sam Howell. That would have been a nice pick. Um, I mean, we're pretty set on all of our positions here. I'm not going to grab a quarterback yet. I want to grab Tajay Spears because. Uh, uh, we were just talking about uh, Mr. Derrick Henry. 
I'll grab a Tajay Spears, 13 picks after ADP. Um, dude's really springy. I know he's got no knees or whatever it is in the one leg or both legs. Uh, but if anything happens to Mr. King Henry, Tajay Spears, man, look out. And I, I get it. It's, it's, this isn't dynasty. This, this is for, you know, this year. So Tajay Spears, I think is, is definitely in play. Uh, if anything happens to Fournette, oh my goodness, we might have something there with Mr. Spears. Um, Whew, we need quarterbacks. We got Jay Fields. I do not want to run it to empty on these guys. I think we're going to have to take Mr. Purdy, Brock Purdy here at 198. Um, Purdy stacks with our Christian McCaffrey, which could be nice. Week 17, I believe, is it 49ers, Washington? It's not a very high-scoring game, but, I mean, if, if Purdy throws a couple touchdowns to CMC, you never know. That could be kind of uh, kind of interesting there. And we're going to get Brock Purdy here. 198, we're picking him at 195. Don't hate it. And then maybe we need one more quarterback uh, at the end of this. We'll see what we can get. But we're pretty much set up now. Uh, I'm just going to recap it. We have – let me kind of scroll out of here. We got Justin Fields and Brock Purdy to hold down the QB room. And hopefully Purdy can go week one. If not, we'll grab one more QB. Uh, running back room. Christian McCaffrey is going to be our, our running back one hopefully the entire season. And then we got some nice competition as our uh, running back two spot between James Cook, Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, Jalen Warren, Tajay Spears. I would imagine James Cook and Jamal Williams are the guys scoring RB two points for us. The first, you know, six, four, six games if Kamara is suspended. And what if Kamara is not suspended? That's something to think about too. I know the saints are kind of bracing for it, but NFL is weird. You just never know with some of these guys, but I like the competition at running back two. Our receiver room is pretty slick. Uh, I love Devonta. I love Olave. You want to be, you want to be drafting year two, year three wide receivers. That's just where the juice is right now. Um, so Devonta, Olave are top two guys. DJ Moore is going to be your number three wide receiver. I think he came out as my wide receiver 29, 30 or something like that in my projections. And then we're going to have some nice competition at the flex spot between Deontay, George Pickens, Jamison Williams when he comes back. And then we got Rashid Shaheed, who, uh, if you don't know Rashid Shaheed, man, he put up some big games last year. Uh, he put up a – his first game was week six. He put up a 10, a 12. Week 13, he puts up an 11. And then an 18, a 13. So he's got – I mean, if we can get five, six double-digit games out of Rashid Shaheed, I think I'm interested uh, in him at those prices. It's just a shame we could not get – Derek Carr on the team, uh, but oh well. And we're moving into the 18th round now, so we got one, two, three picks left. At this point, we'll we'll probably grab another tight end, another quarterback, and then we'll see whether it's running back or wide receiver that seems to fit our build. But hey, if you guys are new to the Fantasy Fellowship, uh, check out the website, thefantasyfellowship.com, my 2023 playbook, which is basically a draft kit it's free this year. I got all my projections, rankings, stats, articles, everything is available there for free. So it's, it's a lot of work. Hope I just want you guys to check it out. And then, uh, Hey, like the video, subscribe. If you are new to the channel, we finally hit 700 subscribers. So, um, my, I, I'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers at some point this summer. It'd be nice to do it before the season starts. We're hoping to get this thing monetized and go forward from there. Uh, but again, round 18, I got Desmond Ritter here creeping up on my checklist. Um, tight ends that I like this late. I think Jake Ferguson's going to be the leading receiving tight end in Dallas. 
it gives me a little bit of exposure to that Dallas Detroit game. There he goes. Uh, Jelani Woods, Indianapolis. I think he's going to separate himself from the other tight ends there. Maloli Cox is just kind of a guy. They have Kylan Granson. Um, Noah Fant is just kind of dependable. If if uh, if anything happens to Mark Andrews, like we're all running to the waiver wire to see if Isaiah Likely is available because dude's really freaking good. Um, and I think Likely, again, if – I don't like to talk about injury or project injury on, on any player, but if anything happens to Mark Andrews, like, oh my goodness, Isaiah likely could be uh, a huge league winning opportunity. And then one of my favorite sleepers down here is Cade Otten. Hey, uh, we're up to pick now. Desmond Ritter. Is that what we're going to do here? His buy is week 11. I don't have any other Falcons. I'll take Desmond Ritter. Um, he pairs with that. He does play in the Chicago game, Chicago and Atlanta week 17. It's projected to be the lowest scoring game. Uh, and yeah, man, I've, it's the YouTube shorts, man. Um, I still love doing long content format and loading it up onto the podcasts. Uh, but YouTube shorts is, is what's growing the channels these days on YouTube. Uh, Will Levis. We'll see. I, I think, I still think the Titans are going to be, they're going to be really, really friend like they're going to be like frisky like they're going to be a tough defensive team they're going to run the ball they're probably going to win enough games in the in the AFC South to stay relevant uh I don't think we're going to see Will Levis until maybe the last three four games of the year um uh so we'll see I, I do think Desmond Ritter though is a guy that can probably start the whole season uh and, and if we don't get Desmond Ritter that far hopefully Brock Purdy's playing uh by that there goes Isaiah likely that probably would have been my pick uh, Jelani Woods still on the board. No offense. Uh, receivers, Devontae Parker, Paris Campbell, Tank Dell. Uh, I'm not seeing any Chicago Bears guys creep up on my radar. Uh, tight end, I guess. I guess I'll take Jelani Woods here. Uh, it's with Anthony Richardson. He's just another big target for Anthony Richardson here. And again, year two tight end. Usually you see a huge leap uh, from year one to year two for, for tight ends. And with Jelani Woods, he did have one, two, three double-digit games last year. If he could double that, just get us like six or seven games with, you know, uh, usable fantasy best ball games, I think we could be in for a nice, nice second year for Jelani Woods. And uh, we got one more pick left. So tight end, Cole Komet, Juwan Johnson, Jelani Woods, that's just kind of the nature of the beast. I, I went late tight end. I would like to think we can get a decent amount of points every week from that trio. Uh, the receivers, Devonta, Olave, DJ Moore, Deontay, Pickens, Jamison, and Rashid Shahid. It's only seven. Uh, we, we can maybe grab one more wide receiver. Um, as long as McCaffrey's healthy, you know, we're in for a good running back season with CMC, James Cook, AK-41, Jamal Williams, Jalen Warren, Tajay Spears. Um, and then the quarterback room looks to be uh, fairly resolved. And then let's just kind of go over some of the, the best dart throws at the end of the draft. Uh, Matt Bain mentioned Will Levis. And uh, I think as we get – it's May. As we get closer to the season and we start seeing Will Levis videos in OTAs and things like that, there might be some hype around that. But at this point, I mean, Will Levis and the Tennessee Titans, man, they're scheduled to end the season – Houston, Seattle, Houston. You could be looking at 
some pretty juicy games for Will Levis. So if you wanted to to maybe backdoor Will Levis Tennessee Titans stack with Chigo Conquo or Traylon Burks, I'm I'm I can see something happening there. Um, some other good dart throws at this point of the draft. I love Kate Otten. Paris Campbell had a good year last year. Not sure about Patterson, Josh Kelly, the backup in the Chargers offense. Terrace Marshall Jr. could be a nice pick. I like Tank Dell, Noah Fant. Not super in love with Tyler Scott. I think he's kind of buried on the depth chart as like wide receiver four or five at best. Uh, Matt Collins would have been a nice pick for us at receiver. Sam Darnold, Kareem Hunt. We need these veteran running backs to sign somewhere. Kareem Hunt, Zeke, Leonard Fournette. We really need those guys to sign somewhere so we can figure out what the hell we're doing. Uh, There's Kyle Phillips. At this point, I, I like our receivers so much. I wonder if we need another running back dart because the receivers this late, like, what are we doing? Josh Reynolds, Corey Davis, Justin Ross, Tutu Atwell. I just, I don't have a lot of hope for this group. Um, and I, I really, really like our wide receiver group. Running backs, I, I think Ty Chandler is going to be the backup there in minnesota and madison hasn't been able to stay healthy we're assuming Dalvin cook's gonna go um I, I like taking flyers on ty chandler i got 10 seconds here i also i like taking flyers on malik davis zamir white these guys are backups in their offense uh but we'll we'll land on ty chandler here it's a three seven seven three build um so i like i, I kind of like the balance here again fields is going to start pretty much every game for us uh if we can get anything out of purdy and Desmond Ritter, that's great. Uh, but this one's, and again, this this is a risky draft. Uh, I, I did draft some injury prone players, but we're risking it. I have so many so many drafts these days where you got to kind of try some different things sometimes. Uh, CMC again, our RB one. We got enough guys here to kind of handle the job as the RB two. I really like the the receiver group here, and this this could be looking really nice once Jameson Williams returns, and then Komet, Jawan, Jelani Woods. I know it's kind of a low powered tight end group but uh, i do think there's a good chance that one of those guys catching a touchdown almost every week and uh Juwan johnson man I, I think he can do kind of a poor man's uh darren waller impression there for Derek carr so uh that's it that's the drafters mini best ball championship three dollar entry uh we're trying to win that 30k so we'll do again it's may i'm going to be doing these videos all summer so if you guys are new to drafters check out the link in the description you sign up, I think you deposit, you get a $20 uh, bonus, and I'll get a $20 match. So go ahead and do that if you are new. Uh, and, yeah, thank you guys so much for your time. Enjoy enjoy the, West, uh, the rest of your evening. We'll see you guys in a future video. Peace. Mm-hmm.